The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before give? a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. My name is Benjamin Shapiro, and I'm the executive producer of this podcast. And today, we've got a special technical SEO episode for you, which is going to be hosted by Jeff Atkinson, who's the founder and CEO of Huckabye. Huckabye is a technical SEO platform that automates the process of improving search results to drive more organic traffic and make your website faster. And Jeff is a brilliant SEO, and I'm thrilled to invite him to take the mic and share his technical knowledge with you. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here is a technical SEO episode of the Voices of Search podcast, guest hosted by Jeff Atkinson, the CEO and founder of Huckabye. Hello, SEOs. My name is Jeff Atkinson, founder and CEO of Huckabye. And this week, we're discussing SEO strategies for startups. Joining me is Jeremy Moser, who is the CEO at USERP, which is a digital PR and SEO link building company that helps you earn brand features, increase organic rankings, and drive site traffic. Yesterday, Jeremy and I talked about link building, and today we're going to continue the conversation by discussing how to do SEO for startups. Okay, here's my conversation with Jeremy Moser, the CEO at USERP. Welcome back, Jeremy. Great to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me. I think this is an interesting topic because SEO... For startups, often 
especially if they're like software startups like my kind, it seems like a huge mountain to climb to get any sort of SEO traffic, any meaningful SEO traffic, and that it's just going to take forever. So a lot of them will just skip that and just invest heavily in sales and outbound and stuff like that. What are your thoughts on how a startup should start getting going on SEO? Yeah, absolutely. I think it really depends a little bit on basically a few different things like your runway, how long you're willing to give for like a payback period in terms of how long can we actually run this SEO train, so to speak, before we even see any results and how comfortable are we with that time frame? We'll often hear things like, you know, take six months, 12 months, however many months to see results. And I think there is obviously some truth in that, especially if you're starting from scratch there and you're really looking to drive meaningful traffic that's actually interested in your product, service, whatever it is, there is going to be some time delay there. So I think there needs to be a little bit of a comfort level with that. But I don't think it's as long as most people think it is. Um, A good example for us would be we had a client that's in the consumer finance space. So one of the most competitive spaces from an SEO standpoint, just based on the sheer amount of money potential in there. And they were uh, basically a fintech app that are looking to compete in searches amongst things like NerdWallet and Robinhood and Bankrate. So some of the largest sites on the internet that have been you know, publishing content for decades, have been building links for decades. They're coming into this brand new from scratch, new domain, don't even have the blog up yet. And I think within around 16 months or so, we hit uh, about 75, 80,000 recurring monthly visits in search directly in front of their audience. And so I think there is a frame breaking here that needs to happen for most startups in that if you have a niche that you've selected and you've got a core identity or an ICP identified there, so your ideal customer profile, you can really hone in on those niche specific topics and really win against some big competitors as they just have so much content that there are some gaps in their content where if you build that niche authority, you build some trust in that space, you can really capitalize on that within a six to 12 month time frame. And I think it's very possible if you just focus a little bit more on the niche and focus less on kind of those shiny objects of like super high traffic volume. You don't need millions and millions of visits per month to drive successful business. You just need the right audience to hit your site on a monthly basis. And that can then fuel a lot of other marketing initiatives that you have beyond just SEO. Absolutely. How do you go about finding those niche areas uh, as a keyword research or how are you? And sometimes I would imagine that once it's found, company might even have to like build a product for it or shift their product to match that niche. How do you go about finding those opportunities? Yeah, absolutely. It's usually a mix of like just kind of generalized keyword research from an organic perspective, but also a little bit from the paid side. And so we recommend and most startups tend to do this this anyway, where they'll invest in paid pretty quickly to try to see if there's product market fit, see if there's anything conversion wise that's performing better. And we like to take a lot of those insights from paid search and kind of develop those on the SEO side. So it's always useful to have startups that come in. They've already got a paid search budget, most likely. They're investing in some of that. You can get some insights really quickly there on like what keywords are performing good for them, what's not performing well, what's converting higher. And those give you really nice organic insights to then create sort of content clusters around those topics that are performing well. So if you're kind of a startup that's uh, looking to test the waters in SEO, maybe you've got some PPC campaigns spun up currently, 
I'd highly recommend just looking at your internal data there on what's converting really well, you know, what's getting people to stick around long-term or drive, you know, higher lifetime values, and then port some of that over into more of an organic research tool where you can then kind of extrapolate that data and say, okay, there's a lot of searches in this area. We're converting pretty well already. We probably have some brand awareness for those searchers anyways, since we're running ads. Those are usually good leverage points for you to kind of jump off of an SEO strategy versus kind of just, if you plug in a competitor that's really high level and you're pretty low level, from an SEO perspective, there's just so much in there that it's, uh, you know, it's, it's too much information all at once. And generally speaking, you're not going to be able to rank directly for all of those money keywords that they have as they've just probably been around longer than you. And so looking and seeing where are your strengths lying right now and what are you performing well at and basically prioritizing that for the short term, generally speaking, you're just going to see results much faster. That's great. Yeah. Look at current PPC results and where consumers are converting as well as high level keyword research to chat, find your niche and the opportunities. Where would you begin as a startup? I, I mean, I don't want to uh, pump your company up too much here, but if I was starting SEO, you kind of need backlinks to be able to do anything. Are you guys, do you guys have a lot of startups as customers who are like at ground zero and the CEO or whoever runs marketing is smart enough to say, hey, we need backlinks for our SEO to be able to do anything and come to you guys. Do you have a lot of customers like that? I looked at your website. You have a lot of enterprise, it looks like. But do startups, are startups attracted to you because you help them with the backlink strategy? Yeah, absolutely. I'd say it's probably a little bit smaller of a portion as compared to most of our clients tend to be like a mid-market or enterprise. Uh, But we do work with a handful of startups that we have a couple caveats in there. Like, around product market fit usually is one where we want to make sure that the SEO strategy we're building is going to be successful for them long-term in that like they don't have to pivot within a couple months and then kind of wash out some of those results. So having a little bit of an insight into product market fit where they've got at least a good base of initial customers, they've tested out some of the quirks of the product so that if we actually are driving traffic, folks are sticking around, they're not like creating massive churn cycles, things like that are really key for us. Uh, But we do work with quite a few kind of ground floor startups there where they've just raised funding. They've got a good base of customers already. They're looking to kind of put fuel on the fire for growth and looking to enter from that, you know, kind of small stage to let's put some fire on here. Let's grow and let's actually get some more customers in the door now that we've got a good product. So that does tend to be a good portion of our customers. And then we really find that folks do understand the value of the link building from kind of those multiple angles that we discussed on that episode one there around like not just the link from an SEO perspective, but also treating it like a branding exercise, right? Almost like a mixture of traditional PR, but also impacting the SEO side for the long term. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. 
Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. That's awesome. So your, your customers or your clients, probably some SaaS, some, a lot of e-commerce, you said mid-size to enterprise. Is that sort of your bread and butter? Yeah, that tends to be our sweet spot there. Those are like our two main sort of client niches there. So e-com and SaaS, mostly skewing towards the SaaS angle there, both in B2B and consumer spaces. And then we also do get quite a bit of work done for folks that have like a portfolio of different sites. So maybe they've got a portfolio of media sites that they want to grow, et cetera. But we do tend to work best where, uh, you know, you've got an existing team there set up. You've got some folks in the SEO department already, and we come in as essentially like a fractional extension there to really build out that link building side for you. And again, that's where we can put a lot of fuel on the fire of existing really great content that you might have on site and really can expand the results that they might already be seeing. And is it primarily link building or are there any other SEO services that you're providing? Yeah, so we do uh, quite a bit now. We're seeing folks looking for kind of holistic approaches. So maybe they've got an existing team, but they really want help with everything from, you know, the technical end to stuff that's more content strategy, content production based, as well as the link building side. So we can build really a holistic strategy that aligns with more of their marketing department. And so that's a little bit of a transition that we went through uh, about like a year or so ago as a company. We really started very, very niche specific on we're only going to do link building. That's all we're going to touch. We're going to do that on like, you give us those target pages. We'll build some good links to it. Now we come in as a little bit more of a fractional team in that sense where we're building out a really cohesive strategy that aligns with, like I mentioned, other kind of marketing initiatives that a SaaS or e-commerce companies already got, like paid spend, social media. We can kind of tie things together, make sure those strategies are holistic. That's great. Yeah, I appreciate that. Have you seen startups have success? And if so, like how quickly you said, you know, six to 12, six months sounds kind of aggressive, but you have to invest a lot in order to get there in, in six months. Like what have you seen in, in terms of timeframes? Are most people coming in and starting to get rankings at month 18, 19, or are you able to get real success in the first six to 12 months? Yeah, for sure. So it depends a little bit on what their starting point is. Like if they're starting genuinely from scratch, they've got like zero content on site. Let's say the domain was even established a month ago. They've got a couple core pages, things like that set up, but they're looking to start publishing content. That's for sure going to be a longer term, just based on if you think about like the turnarounds from like a writing standpoint, right? Of like, we need to set up a strategy here that targets the right ideal customer profile. We need to figure out what keywords they're looking at. We need to find the right writers to get in place here, get those content briefs going. All of that is like a setup process for sure that probably takes a month or so at least. And then getting that live on site, usually you're in what's referred to as like the Google sandbox, so to speak, where your content's just sitting there, not really doing much for the first month or two. So if you're starting from like brand new scratch, probably going to be a couple months, three to four before you even see realistic rankings there. So six months would be a pretty aggressive or would be something that we would say you would start to see results from if you were going aggressive from the start. So we recommend if you are a startup, if you do have the budget, you do have a six to 12 month outlook, 
be as aggressive as you can from the start and then taper down because you don't really know what works until you start doing a lot of it at scale. If you're going too slow in the early stages, you just run that risk of spreading yourself out on a 12, 18 month timeline where you're just not going to see results fast enough to double down on it. So if you're brand new, we recommend just saying, okay, if you have X budget, let's front load a lot of that and say, let's get a lot of that work done live on site as soon as possible. Because there's no benefit to like saying, let's have a cadence of publishing. It's really just how do we get a lot of this good quality content on our site as soon as possible and make sure it's obviously optimized, it's ready for our audience and things like that. So I think for an average startup that's just getting going with a new site, they can expect results Um, at least initial traction within those kind of first three to six months. And then they can expect more compounding growth beyond that, depending on their budget. But there are some kind of special unique cases we've seen where you're a startup, maybe you have a little bit of content on site, not too much, but you've at least done some stuff and your niche is a little specific there, but still has search volume. You can see some pretty interesting kind of explosive growth relatively quickly. There is one client we did some work for that was super interesting. They're essentially like a trading journal for uh, in the consumer market. So if you're doing kind of stock trading, crypto trading, whatever it is, they're sort of an online digital journal platform for that. Um, and that space is not hyper competitive by any means and uh, has a pretty significant amount of search volume. So within just like, I think two or three months, we were able to increase their traffic to that specific kind of keyword from, I think they were doing 300 a month to in the ballpark of 15, 16,000 a month. And so it gives you an idea that if you have a niche that is primed for that, it's possible. But I'd say that's for sure more the outlier than kind of, you know, the, the standard case. Yeah, a lot of success stories. Well, thank you so much, Jeremy, talking about SEO for startups and a fascinating topic and some really good advice. Okay, that wraps up this guest hosted episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you to Jeremy Moser, CEO at USERP, for joining us. In part number three of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Jeremy and I are going to discuss why link building is a key to SEO strategy. If you can't wait until our next episode and would like to learn more about Jeremy, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter or visit his company website at usurp.io. All right. Thanks to Jeff Atkinson, our technical SEO guest host. If you'd like to get in touch with Jeff, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Jeff Atkinson. That's G-E-O-F-F-A-T-K-I-N-S-O-N. Or you could visit his company's website, which is huckabuy.com. H-U-C-K-A-B-U-Y.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. But that's not the case anymore, thanks to Ahrefs. Because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T.
Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 